If you've been following the Sociology Podcast since I launched it in 2021, you will be aware of the Reverse Psychology subseries, which is basically unpopular Chicago opinions from Chicago. You will also be aware of the SAT, the Sociology Awareness Test, where I quiz random Chicagoans about different questions in regards to Chicago history and culture. Well, this Black History Month, I'm introducing the Chicago Goats subseries. This is basically a black Chicago history blitz that details and gives brief summaries of different black Chicagoans that lived in our city and did great things in their respective careers and left a huge impact not on the city but on the entire world. So without further ado, let's get into it. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, this is Sociology. Regardless of what decade from the 1950s up into the present day, if you walk into a barbershop or a nail salon, you're going to see a spread of magazines, Ebony and Jet. Magazines with vibrant images, headlines, and stories about black Americans from all walks of life. It's inspirational and it's uplifting to say the least. This episode is about the man who conceived this vision, the publisher, John Harold Johnson. Born on January 19, 1918 in Arkansas City, Arkansas, his family moved to Chicago during the 1933 World's Fair. They were very poor and his clothes were more raggedy than the city kids and he was teased often for this. He eventually transferred to DuSable High School for his junior and senior years and he became classmates with Red Fox and Nat King Cole. His leadership qualities began to bloom early here and that's when he became the student council president and the editor of the school yearbook. When he graduated with honors, he was invited to speak at an Urban League dinner and he impressed Harry Pace, the owner of the Supreme Life Insurance Company, so much that Pace offered him a job and John Johnson became Pace's assistant. And he got firsthand experience of how a black business should be ran. And he also worked on a newsletter for the black community. This is when he got the seed for his own business. Once he thought about his own publication for the black community called Negro Digest, he said, quote, it was as if he struck a black gold mine, end quote. His only supporter at the time was his own mother, and she allowed him to use her furniture as collateral for a $500 loan. And that's when the first edition of Negro Digest was published in 1942. This was the start of the Johnson Publishing Company. Within six months, circulation reached 50,000 for Negro Digest. In 1945, he phased Negro Digest out, and that's when he launched Ebony, which was the black American alternative to the Life magazine. Ebony was so popular that it sold out its first 25,000 copies almost immediately. In 1952, Johnson launched Jet, which was a weekly publication. The combination of these two magazines made Johnson Publishing Company a media powerhouse in this country, and it was because of John H. Johnson that others were able to have opportunities like the Chicago Vincent T. Colors, who we discussed a few episodes back. John H. Johnson was the first black man to acquire a building on Michigan Avenue, downtown Chicago. He used a white man as a front to purchase it because the seller didn't want to sell to a black man. In 1982, Johnson became the first black man to appear on the Forbes 400 list. In 1987, he was the black enterprise man of the year. And in 1996, President Bill Clinton awarded him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. John Harold Johnson passed away on August 8, 2005 and became an ancestor. As a testament to his character and reach, over 3,000 people attended his funeral at the Rockefeller Chapel on the campus of the University of Chicago. Amongst them were Presidents Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and notable activists like Jesse Jackson. He now rests at the Oakwood Cemetery in the Woodlawn neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. 
John H. Johnson is a media titan, regardless of race. However, for black people, he inspired so many corners of the black community with the imagery, the news, and the uplift that his publications brought us. How many teenage girls wanted to be the Jet Beauty of the Week? How many black boys saw prosperity for the first time in his magazines, which gave their minds an alternative view from the poverty that they were surrounded by on a daily basis? John Harold Johnson's perseverance and vision truly makes him a Chicago. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things and I will love you forever. Number one, please engage with us on social media. So like, share, subscribe, and comment on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And number two, please make sure you pass on to a friend who will enjoy it as well.